0: I mean you guys, yeah. you guys are wrong. The Saints definitely overachieved this game because the AFC East winners, predicted winners, Patriots, are no slouch. Real <laughs> in all honesty, can I read can I can I get another pick? No. I a mood
1: I hit the What's up, everybody? It is a win is a win podcast. We have our third member back, Sam Cookie. Um, So we are sort of excited for that. Um, Maybe not really. No, just kidding. No, we are excited for Sam to be back. Um, We have a good lineup of stuff today. Um, We have a lot to get through. So that's why this intro is going to be a little shorter because we have a lot of content. But... Is there anything people want to say before we get into the meat on this episode? Um,
2: yeah, so one thing I'll say, uh, we're not going to reveal it now, but the little game that Matt and I had, it reached a conclusion this week. And Charles and I developed a master plan on what Matt has to do as a punishment. I think we agreed that we're going to reveal it at the end of the podcast today, but we got something exciting, so stay tuned for that. Yeah,
0: I, I just have a couple things. One, I'm, I'm repping the home state. Oops, wrong side, Missouri. <laughs> and this blue matches my water bottle. So you can't even tell if I'm going to be nice. drinking water because look at that Very blend. Nice. All right. Also, I saved this for when Sam was back. I didn't tell you this, Matt, one. It was just you and I. But we had another Mario Party game this past weekend with oh. Eric.
2: Oh, and yeah, you did wait for me to come back for if that. If you
0: remember last time, Matt, I yeah. won, and I was it was my third one in a row. Well, I'm happy to say that I continued the win streak, and I'm at four in a row now. So lucky. <laughs> so, so
2: lucky.
0: Yeah, it's it feels good to to be this dominant over Sam in something, because Sam's been on a massive L streak now. So that feels I, good. I know.
2: I, I don't know what's up with it whenever Charles and I and a couple other friends would play like super often in high school, I would end up winning or getting second place often. So this is new for me. All
0: right, we're ready. I just wanted to, just wanted to, you
2: just want okay, to pop off a little bit on the yeah. SQ. Well, right. we'll just wait till next game.
1: I guess I do have some news um, and we'll get into it. Cause this leads into our next topic. Um, but let's just say somebody dropped a 177 burger on a buddy in this podcast. That would be myself. Dropped 177 on Charles. To be fair, though, Charles did drop 165. So, I mean, it was...
2: still feel... Oh, man. Poor Charles.
1: Um, but the major L in this group was Sam. He dropped 150. So, he actually was the loser out of all of us. So, in all honesty, Sam is still a loser. Um, even though he did win, but uh, I think that's cat, still, still a loser. Um, but, anyways, talking about losers and maybe some winners, we're going into our underachievers or overachievers, but with a twist, we're gonna go through every game this week that happened Thursday through Monday night, and we're gonna pick a team that was either an underachiever or overachiever. And we're pretty excited for this, um, and yeah, I'm. Hopefully, it's not too long, but it'll be good. So, we'll start with the Thursday night game. I think Charles. I think you might be the one that has to read because you, I think, maybe have the schedule pulled up. So you maybe read it through. Okay. But I do know yeah. the first game was yes. Thursday night, Bears versus the freaking Commanders, and the Bears won forty to twenty. So. Yes. I'll open up to the floor first, and maybe we can rotate after. I won't go first, Yeah. but um, tell us no, what you think.
0: No. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. And if you're a little confused about this, once we get into it, I, I think it'll make sense what uh what we're doing here. And, yeah, we're going to rotate between each game who goes first, and then the other will well, we'll chime in if they agree or disagree. Now, Thursday Night Football Bears Commanders. I'm going to go – with the Commanders as underachievers, which might be a, a shock because our good friend Martin summed it up well in the group chat. Low-key, I don't know how the Commanders let Justin Fields throw a party on him like that when he was staring down receivers, missing, honestly, a couple of picks probably. Then they just kind of let DJ Moore. You know, like when you watch the game, I, I feel like they really let down in terms of, they could have easily, I think, gotten some some picks. And I don't think Justin Fields played as good as, as he looked. And so I think it's just disappointing for them to, to lose like this. So I'm going to go Commanders as underachievers because I really thought it should have been a different game. The DBs specifically, if I'm going to say. So, yeah, that's mine.
2: Oh, definitely. Um, commanders as underachievers. I agree with that. Um, I would say the Bears are overachievers, but I completely agree with what Charles is saying. What added um, to the humility with the commanders is that Sam Howell Howell still played pretty decently despite his stats, and they got walloped against a home crowd too on their own home turf at FedEx Field, which sucked for the fans a lot. They've been waiting years for Dan Snyder to finally leave. He left, and then the commanders kind of crap the bed. You know, they played off-wave and they finally they gave the Bears a win for the first time this year. They're finally they've got a win under their belt now. So I'm not too sure if that'll keep up with them, but I mean I agree that the commanders are underachievers for giving them the first dub.
1: Um I would also have to agree commanders were underachievers. Um They looked good, almost beat the Eagles the week before. And then you let the Bears basically just have a little – it looked like basically a recess game, and you could tell one team was just terrible, and that's what the commanders were. So, for me, it was the commanders were underachievers for sure.
0: All right, we're going to jump to the London game, which, by the way, the Jags got to play their second straight game there. I don't really know how that's fair. That's another topic. Anyways, Jags Bills. Let's jump to Sam. Who you got for that game?
2: Oh yeah, Charles is a little angry at that game for sure. Um, I'm trying to pull up the stat line on that game if I can find it.
0: Might have to go to Might to go to Matt if you're taking too you're long.
2: A curveball. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean,
1: I already have my underachiever.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead if you want, Matt.
1: Uh, underachiever. I think was the Bills. Um, you had the Jags who their offense couldn't move against anyone. I believe it was the chiefs three before that was the Titans. I believe Um, I think they said that Lawrence had drawn a touchdown in like six quarters or something. And not saying the Jags are a bad team, but the bills had just, you know, walloped uh, the dolphins who we all thought was, you know, Ooh, like they could be the best team. And granted, We'll get to them later, but the Dolphins did play really well again this week. Um, But you go from that performance to this one. Granted, do I think the travel might have affected that? Possibly. However, you still got to go play the game. And on paper, I would pick the Bills over the Jags, um, in which I did actually for Sam and I's bet. Um, So, yeah. So, for me, underachiever was definitely – it was definitely the Bills for sure.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with the Jags as overachievers because they protected their home turf. <laughs> anyways. Yeah.
2: Oh, that was. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Guess- anyways. Anyways.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to go with the Jags because I- it's tempting to pick the Bills as underachievers, as Matt said, but. I do think, obviously, that that stuff played a, a factor. And it's actually, I feel like the Bills were kind of making excuses about it. And I know they weren't happy about the quality of the turf. So that for those reasons, I wanted to pick them. But I think the Jags, after that, they lost to the Chiefs. And then they had lost to the Texans. And the Texans beat them pretty good. They've responded well. Maybe, they, like I said, they just need to go overseas, get a little refresh. Because they won their last two there. And they looked good against the Bills. I thought that they, the defense looked better. And they were able to move the ball. Pretty well. Trevor won that nice game. Etn was really good. So, give me the Jags as overachievers. I just don't think the Bills were maybe as focused as they should have been. So,
2: I would. Um, they played really, really well. I think too. Sorry, but my focus is off a little bit because a a huge spider just crawled up my wall, like right in my (laughs) view direction. Uh,
0: are gonna go kill it? Yeah,
2: I'm gonna kill it really quick. Sorry.
0: Okay, well we will continue yes, we as know. Sam has a little incident. Okay, so he said did he say Jags is but, overs? I don't even know yeah. what he said. Okay. Next game. Uh Texans Falcons. I will I'll go first. I'm gonna say the this one was actually – this one's tough, I would say. This is a, a tough one. I'm going to go with the Texans nope. as overachievers because I think that, you know, CJ Stroud is still – for a rookie, is playing really, really well. And I know Atlanta has got a team, and I, I think this is obviously a good win for them to get, but, you know, leading a drive down to take the lead like the, the Texans did, and, and I think they showed some resilience – I'm going to say overachievers for, for the Texans.
1: I will also say Texans as well. I don't think people thought they'd be this competitive. I think they're what two and three now, I think. Um, but I don't think people, um, thought they'd be this competitive already, you know, but it kind of makes them like their trade with Arizona, I believe is what it was, right. It was with Arizona. Um, it makes that trade on the draft look a little better, you know. Like, hey, there's something there. Like, they definitely could have beat the Falcons, and I believe, um, was it the Colts that they almost beat, or did they beat the Colts?
0: They, I think they almost did. I don't know off
1: the top of my head. Because I mean, honestly, if you like, honestly, I could have, I could see the Texans being four one right now. Like, honestly, like they probably should have beat the Falcons, and then.
0: Yeah, it would have been the Colts. They they lost thirty one to twenty. So yeah,
1: they were close to the Colts. So I mean, they could have been four and one. So to me, it was also Houston as overachievers.
0: Yeah, I think just that final drive really showed grit. Is is Sam good? Also, I'm all right. What do you?
2: I'm 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 cleaning up my workspace real quick before I get back.
0: (laughs) You want to give a quick thought on Texans Falcons? or Are you too distracted?
2: Um. I'm a little disappointed that C.J. Stroud. I mean, he did good, but he didn't win, so I'm kind of sad about that. But uh, I'm who's
0: the who's the, I'm, achiever, who's the
2: achiever then? Oh, the overachiever is me for sure. Uh, I feel a little bad because there's like a stain there's a stand on my wall. I'll have to clean up now, but at least I killed the spider. So
0: Sam is the overachiever of the week oh, for doing that. Yes, yeah, win is
2: the win? Let's
0: go. Okay, now we're, right. we're gonna. All right, Sam is back. We're gonna get back on the the train. Get back on the train tracks. Ooh, all right. Yes, we're gonna go now to Lions Panthers. Sam, who is your achiever?
1: Yeah. So,
2: oh gosh, um, I don't. I hope it's not too too cliche to say the Panthers are underachievers because they're one of, I believe, the last two teams in the league to be zero and five. I think uh, they're, the only. they're the only team? Dang. Yeah. I know there's a few teams that were 0-4, but I guess they all got a win this week. But um, Bryce Young has been terrible to be a number one overall pick. I'm sorry for being a little harsh, but when you have a guy that gets picked right after you in C.J. Stroud, that's turned out to be one of the best starting rookie QBs that we've seen in a little while. It's pretty tough to face that, especially when you're the pick before him. And Bryce Young has not led his team to a single win this season. I know he has a god-awful team around him. He does have Adam Thielen, though. Uh, Credit to you, Charles. Adam Thielen is actually balled out. I did not think he would do it, but he's done
1: really good this season. And credit to both of us because I drafted him in our fantasy, in our dynasty league, actually. That was because of me. I suggested it. Ooh. He did suggest it, but I also was thinking about him, too. We were between two guys, and Charles was like, what do you think about Adam Thielen? And I was like, he's pretty good. So, really, Charles and I, and then in our other league, the one with us, I was like, man, I really should get Thielen. And Lily when I thinking that, I see River wire. Charles has picked him up. I was like, you've got to be joking me.
2: <laughs> that was a good pickup, for sure. Well, yeah,
1: I
0: him, dropped him, but picked him right back up. Anyways, back to the, the topic. This is the first time I'm gonna say that Sam, you're completely wrong. I don't what? know how you can pick the Lions as or the Panthers as underachievers with who they have on their team. There and Bryce Young, you're giving him way too much hate. He's a rookie, and he like you said, he just does not have a great team. Think about someone like Peyton Manning. Terrible rookie year, not a good team. I think Bryce Young will be okay. I, I still like and he showed some things in the game. But this is all about the Lions. The Lions are overachievers for sure. The game was a little bit more. uh, It was the score doesn't result how close it actually was because the Panthers got like a pretty much a garbage time touchdown. It was what? 35 to it was like 35 to 10. I think at one point or something like that. This is the Lions showing that they're they're winning the north this year. They're putting their stamp on it. This is Lions overachieving. They took care of business, got off to a huge lead, never let go. Detroit, baby. They're winning the north. No doubt.
2: Uh, there's definitely not a little bit of bias in that pick, judging the hooker jersey you have in the background.
1: Well, I TBH, say I'm also picking um, the Lions as overachievers just because you really can't fault the Panthers for being underachievers because, like, they were supposed to, like, actually, like, not win this game anyways, and they didn't. Um, yeah. But the scoreline, I believe, was, what, 35-17, I believe is what it was, or 35-24, something like that. The score Um, was
0: 42-24.
1: 42-24, yeah. So, I mean, anytime you're putting up north of 30 on an NFL team, I don't care if they're the worst team in the league, that's pretty good because these are grown men playing, you know, all that kind of stuff. To me, it's been the Lions. Um, They're 4-1 and now, I believe. They are two two games up on the north already, like – I'd say they're overachieving for sure. And I know people were really skeptical of them at the very, very beginning of the year. We were not. We all chose them to win the uh, NFC North, I believe. Um, But they had a rude deal, overachieving, playing well, didn't have Jameer Gibbs, didn't have Amon Ross, St. Brown, and you oh, still yeah. put up. Good point. That's a good point.
0: All right, we're going to jump now to the Titans versus the Colts. Uh, I'll give a score update too, just so you guys can have an idea when you talk about it, the Colts won 23 to 16, Matt, go ahead. The
1: Colts beat the Titans, right? Yeah.
0: Yep. 23 to 16.
1: I'm going to say overachieving is the Colts. Are the Colts really, I think, what are they three and two now or four and one? Three and two. They're three and two. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think they're overachieving because they were getting smacked last year against like the Titans and other teams. But they look like a good football team. Granted, do I wish Anthony Richardson would, like, I don't know, actually do something other than get hurt every game? Yes, I would. However, the resiliency that the Colts have to be down, have Gardner Minshew as the backup, pull it together and beat a division rival, to me, I feel, is overachieving. They're 3-2. and I believe they're in first place with the Jags, I believe is what it is, I think. Um and so, to me, that's overachieving. You beat a division rival that you probably were not – you didn't think that you were maybe in that same realm, but you did. So, to me, it's the Colts as overachieving.
0: I'm going to go with the Colts as well as overachieving in this game because they lost Anthony Richardson again and were able to bounce back and still pull out a win. The Titans have been really up and down this year. They they lose, and then they, they, you know, they smack the Bengals, and then they also – beat the chargers so the titans are i I don't know they're confusing but i'm gonna go with the colts like i said big division game they're playing better than i think people thought and just because you know richmond went out again and they're able to rally and and get a win because i know you know even though tennessee's a little little off i would say they're always still a tough opponent like as a ravens fan i'm worried about them this week honestly so i'm gonna go Colts as the overachievers
1: and they still have the king. So,
2: yeah, but that kind of goes along with my point. He's the king is not playing like the king. There is, I would argue that he's really only had one really good game this season, but his age is getting to him. And that's part of my pick. I mean, the Colts did great, they balled out with Richardson not playing the best and getting injured. But the, you can't disagree that the Titans have been a disappointment. Sure, they haven't. They have gotten those two big wins, but this is also a really big game with it both being a, a divisional game as well too, with one of your biggest rivals. But the Titans have looked pretty pretty bad this season. I mean, they have a lot of really good playmakers on the team. Um, I think Mike Ferrell needs to make a good decision and finally move on from Tannehill. He is not the QB in Nashville. He is. Back he's a backup at best, but um there's too many good playmakers on the team to not beat a kind of scrappy Colts team. I mean, you have a barely rookie quarterback that seems to get injured every game, which is fine. But I mean, they need to utilize Derrick Henry a little bit more. Sure, age is getting to him, but you also have Derrick Hop Derek Hopkins. You also have Hopkins, Traylon Burks, you have playmakers all around the field. Uh that should be a game you should win. So,
0: you mean the Ryan Tannehill you said was a top twenty quarterback?
1: <laughs>
2: he's a top. He's a top twenty-one after this game.
1: No, oh, wow, wow, he's a top twenty-one. After he says he at at best he's a backup. So you're saying that there's ten quarterbacks in the league right now that should be backups. Mm-hmm.
2: I think I can make a list. If you give me like a a few minutes to think about it and research. No,
0: we already did this last time. Yeah,
2: it's already been done last time. So don't give me time, but I still think he's at least top 23. I'll walk it in top 23. Put Nari Zach Wilson behind him. It'll be good.
0: All right. next, Next game Dolphins, Giants, which was 31 to 16, Miami. I am going to go with the giants as underachievers because while i think the dolphins i mean obviously if it wasn't for a pick six that was a dumb decision by tua that in the red zone this would have been even a bigger blowout but something the dolphins have as well like i said their offensive firepower has been crazy good so i'm not you know giving up 31 i don't think is that bad honestly but their defense has been suspect at times and the Giants barely got anything on them on offense. And that's been the case this whole year. I knew when they paid Daniel Jones, that was a huge mistake. I know last year was a nice year, but something's, something's wrong in New York. I know Saquon's out and that really takes away a lot, but the New York, the Giants, I think, I just thought they should have put up more against the dolphins. Honestly, they didn't score a single offensive touchdown. And I know Miami's defense has been has is definitely susceptible to points. So I'm I'm I don't know the Giants I they scare me so they're my underachiever for sure,
2: which makes sense. You yeah. um, know, as I mean, I totally agree with you on that. The Giants have been a big disappointment this season, but I would also like to give a little bit of credit to the Dolphins. I know most games this year they've already balled out kind of the exact opposite of uh, the last situation with the Titans. Um, I'm going to give them credit. Tua didn't have a great game, but I'm going to totally give all the credit to Devon A-Chain. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, It's really sad to see that he got injured more later towards the end of the game. And he might be out for a few weeks as well with Jay jettas two really big injuries, but He absolutely balled out this week. He absolutely balled out last week, too. He's an amazing rookie running back, and he created the perfect piece for the Dolphins' explosive offense. I mean, they're pretty far and away the best offense in the league, I think. And it really does suck to see that we might not see him for a few more weeks after this week. But, um, no, they absolutely balled out. Tua didn't have a great game, but um, all their playmakers did really well around them. It's not really surprising to see at this point with it being week five, but I'll give him credit where credit is due. I don't want to just highlight all the underachievers every week, so I have to go the other way.
1: I'm going to go with the Giants as underachievers just because their offense was supposedly going to be better and it's looked terrible. So, yeah.
0: Basically, he he's just what I said pretty much, but he's just not going to repeat it. All right. I I know this one's going to be an exciting one, and Sam will lead us off. Saints 34, Patriots oh. 0. Yeah.
1: Can, I, can I just go first real quick? Yeah, you can go ahead, 30. Matt. All right. Um, Pats are underachievers, especially Matt Jones. We're terrible. We suck. Um, <laughs> I hope we get a first... I, I hope we get, like, the first pick, draft Caleb Williams, and we hit the reset button and just, you know, say, you know what? We've been bad for freaking, I don't know, five years. Hit the reset button. Boom, dynasty. Fire, fire Bill. What? Whoa. Uh, no, I think he 300 wins or whatever, pass a Shula, then fire him. <laughs> I
0: don't know, man. I don't think he's going to get so there rude. this way. It might take, another 10 years.
2: <laughs> no. With Mac Jones, definitely. I mean, that would be – that would be really, really good. If the Patriots somehow get Caleb Williams, that would be awesome for you guys.
1: If you we're real close. We're only one win away.
2: That's true. There's a what? lot of games to play this season still, so it might happen.
0: Who do you got, Sam, though, as the achiever of this game? Oh, that's,
2: that's pretty obvious. I mean, credit to the Saints. They did amazing. Derek Carr balled out. But how can you not say the Patriots are underachievers? They've scored – They've been out. They've been outscored by like a hundred points between
1: the last five games.
0: Uh Derek Carr didn't really do that much. J- just, just saying. But I mean, you guys, yeah. you guys are wrong. The Saints definitely overachieved this game because the AFC East winners, predicted winners, Patriots, are no slouch. Real, <laughs> in all honesty, can I read? Can I? Can I get another pick? No. Um, you guys. You guys you gave me hope week one against the Eagles. Like you played pretty well and I thought you guys might contend. And then I don't know what you've done the last two weeks, Matt. I I guess you don't like me because you curse them because you don't want me to be right. Uh, so I'm really upset. I picked them to win the AFC East. Yeah. They're easily underachievers. The saints don't really scare anyone. They're solid, but you can't lose 34 to zero like that. Like it's it's. And then last week as you, you know, I can't remember the score it was bad, just as bad,
1: yeah. it was
2: like it was like three to thirty eight.
1: I thought it was so 30, bad. Or thirty one to three. It was bad. So 30, whoever
0: yeah, uh, whoever is uh playing the the Patriots with Mac Jones, I'm sure their defense will be a top uh, waiver wire in fantasy every week if how they're looking. Yeah, uh, yeah it, they're easily over or underachievers. It's it's pathetic, honestly. I'm I'm sorry, Matt. Yeah. All right.
2: Someone on that Patriots offensive line absolutely cooked for three combined points in the last two weeks. That's pretty good. Oh man, I don't know how you so do good. That. So,
1: I mean, just put us on a freaking Traeger grill, bro. When you're getting roasted.
0: And then uh, the the next game, uh, we we can just honestly skip this one. Stewart, seventeen, Ravens ten. No need to talk about. It. Let's go to the next one. All right,
1: Eagles. Ran. <laughs> no one's gonna stop me. I mean, oh, real...
2: no, I'm, I'm stopping you.
1: It's kind of a kind of a uh, Ravens underachievers even though they won underachievers no Ravens not- lost oh yeah they did lose yeah so yeah, for-
2: they did lose yeah
1: not for sure underachievers because of all the drop passes it was not on Lamar it was on the team for dropping passes otherwise they win Ravens underachievers you go Sam
2: oh no you absolutely have to blame Lamar for that if he would have willed the what? ball a little bit more what? he would have made those catches <laughs> no I'm kidding I'm kidding Um, Well, yeah, that was
0: pretty obvious because if you watch the highlights, I mean, Lamar threw some really, really nice passes and just those drops just killed momentum. But real quick, I I, I still, Lamar threw the game away though. That was a a terrible, terrible call on third and goal. You know the situation. Just run the ball. You get Lamar. Lamar's been great in the red zone as a runner. I don't know why. Maybe they maybe call something for him to run. You don't even probably risk, you know, a turnover because if you kick a field goal, they have to score a touchdown. Granted, they did, but it would have been more of a mental hurdle. Yet you throw a jump ball one on one. I don't understand the call. It was terrible, and then Lamar gets strip sacked on their next drive, so he did fall apart in the end. Ravens underachievers. I I stopped watching after the interception because I told Matt that because I wasn't even like nervous. I was just like done because it was so sloppy. Leading up to that, and I didn't even—I already knew we were going to probably lose, so that's why I didn't even watch the rest of the game. Yeah, sorry, Sam, you can go though. But it was—I'm not happy at all. If we win this game, we're three 3-0 in the division. We have complete control now. It's uh, way more up in the air. Yeah, I'm. 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 That loss really, really sucked. I, I'm it,
2: not I mean, happy it, at all. At least, at least, it makes it more exciting as a casual AFC North fan to watch. Because it's it's basically a mid off at this point. None of the AFC North teams look spectacular, so everything is kind of up Dude, in the air at this point. Still, we
0: were shutting the Steelers down too. So, like, if we kick the field goal, they got to go score on us, you know, uh, to take the lead. Yeah. And like I said, I know they did, but that was after a pick, so they had momentum. You know, if you kick the field goal, it, I think it's a different different story. But the one thing about the Ravens, at least we have a good defense, where we have a really nice defense because. We really have done well against every team, pretty much we've played. So at least I could say that. But our offense still concerns me. We we Mm -hmm. paid all this money, all this capital for receivers. I know Zay has been great. So him dropping a couple, I can excuse. But Bateman drops a wide open touchdown. Aguirre drops a wide open streak, probably touchdown.
2: It's Dave Flowers made some pretty bad catches too. Well, yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. He gets a pass because he'd been pretty good before that, but. Still, he should have caught those on.
1: It, it sucks. Oh,
0: definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I could talk about this for like 10 minutes and ramble oh. on about the Ravens. All I, have
1: to, all I have to say is, you know, for practice, those receivers are on the judge machines. You know that.
0: Trade for Devontae Adams, honestly. Anyways, like, at least I know we have Lamar, so I know we have a chance in any game we're in because we have number eight.
2: So, yeah,
0: but, ugh.
2: Yeah, and I no I more. Hard. We're not talking about the. That I feel sorry anymore. for H double this week. Uh, I would be extremely frustrated too. The Chiefs have had a couple games like that this season, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anymore. Let's just move on. Eagles, Rams. Away. Eagles, Rams. Eagles, Rams. Okay, twenty
0: three to fourteen. Eagles. Let's <laughs> go <clears> throat> with throat>
2: Sam. Who do you have? Me. Yeah. Well. Uh, Rams underachievers. Um, okay, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't say that the Eagles are overachievers, they're playing exactly like how they were last season. And they started out with, um, I believe eight straight wins to start the season, and then they fell to the commanders, which is funny. But no, part of the reason why I'm giving the Rams the underachiever spot too is because. Kudos to them. They finally got Cooper Cup back, and credits to Matthew Stafford, too. He made a lot of really good passing plays uh, to Puka Nakua too. He's been stellar, but it just wasn't really enough. Um, I guess their home crowd as well. It's really disappointing to be an L.A. fan, I think, right now. I would expect a lot more from their team, especially with uh, still one of the GOAT defensive players in Aaron Donald. I think they should be able to shut down Jalen Hurts a little bit more. Granted, they did get one stop with uh, Jalen Hurts' tush push, but they were one for two, I believe. They allowed one in the end zone. They got one in the fourth down, but it still wasn't enough. Um, I mean, I'm not a Rams fan or anything, but I definitely would like to see them play a little bit more to expectations, especially now you can't really make excuses now that they have Cup back. So give them another achiever.
0: I was going to say Eagles because they use the brotherly shove too much. But, nah, you, hey, whatever helps you get a win, right? Yeah. I'm also going to go Rams, and I'm going to do it a little different from how what you were saying. I'm going to go Rams because it looked like early on they were rolling first two, I think I believe it was two of their first three drives, touchdowns. They have a 14-10 lead. And then mm-hmm. after that, they just fell apart pretty much. And they were not able to get anything going after that. And after such a good start at home, I'm I'm surprised they fizzled out like they did. I feel like that's kind of been their problem. I remember when they played the Niners week two, they had like a lead or it was like real close or tied. And then after halftime, they just fizzled out. So they really aren't doing a good job closing games out because I think that's definitely a game they could have won for sure, especially a cutback. So I'm going to go Eagles as, or Rams as underachievers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you guys both took the words out of my mouth, so I'm also going to go um, Rams, underachievers for those same reasons.
0: Eagles were, were close, but not not quite. Yeah. All right, Bengals, Cardinals, 34 to 20 Bengals.
1: Bengals Matt. over the mm-hmm. Why? Because they actually put up freaking points. Yeah, against the Cardinals.
2: That's true, oh, Matt.
1: They beat the Cowboys – who just? Beat, who just? I think didn't they lose though? Yeah, that's the 49ers. Oh, we'll get to that game. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll get to. That. But no, um, I mean the Cardinals had the Cardinals almost beat. It wasn't the Eagles. I mean they've been in close games and stuff, right? And people were thinking, "Oh man, like this could be a tough test." And you know what? I just want to give a shout out to my guy. I have him in my Dynasty League. Have him in my regular league. Jamar Chase. Only speaks facts. He said he's always open. Well, guess what? Guess the Cardinals? He was. He was always open. 15 receptions, 193, three touchdowns. I don't think I have any more to say.
0: Okay. I'm actually going to go Cardinals as underachievers.
1: Ooh. I, I understand
0: the Bengals as overachievers. And obviously, I think it's great for them and Joe Burrow to finally get in somewhat of a rhythm. But I I honestly think the Cardinals, with how they've been been playing, you know, being the Cowboys, I, they played the Niners actually decently tough, I would say, their last game. So I thought coming in, you know, at home that they would have a chance to to you know knock the Bengals off. When the Bengals have been, I would say, you know, kind of falling off the cliff, and they kind of got they got popped a little bit. Maybe like you know they just made it simple, throw it to Jamar Chase and we win. But I'm going to go Cardinals as as underachievers because I really expected a little more from them. And Josh Dobbs finally kind of didn't look good because he had looked pretty good before that. So I'm going to go Cardinals as unders just because I thought the Bengals were, you know, were definitely a a winnable game.
2: Definitely credit to Dobbs. I mean, he played really good in the first half of the game, I believe. And then in the latter half of the game, he threw those two pretty bad picks. But um. I would have to agree with Matt. I mean, you can't really sneeze at Joe Burrow finally playing like Joe Burrow five weeks in. And, I mean, he did exactly what the game plan needed to be. Just throw it to Jamar Chase. He'll be open somewhere down the field. Uh, I mean, Joe Mixon, he was pretty solid, too. Granted, 25 carries for 81 yards is not the greatest. But, I mean, it was more than enough to get the job done. It was against a Cardinals team, which is not really much to say. Bragging rights wise, but I mean, still credit to them. They're playing a little bit more like they are projected to play, and it, it is a long time coming. I think.
0: All right, all right. I might just be hating on the AFC North rival, but no, <laughs> was, they they did really that, look good. They really salty. they looked good, and I think yeah. that's got to be good, feel good for them to to perform like that, no mm. matter who it's against. All right, Jets Broncos, thirty-one to twenty-one mm. Jets. I will go. uh, No, oh, I'm gonna go. We're gonna pretend Matt didn't say that. Yeah,
2: we'll erase that.
0: I am definitely going to go with the. (laughs) I'm gonna go with the Broncos. I'm gonna go with the Broncos as underachievers because I honestly think. If it wasn't for that strip sack that they they probably, what what was this? Let me look at the exact score when that happened. They would have taken the lead with a touchdown, correct? Mm-hmm. I, I believe that if that doesn't goals. happen, then they they probably it he was, was yeah it was twenty four to twenty one yeah so yeah. they would have or at least tied it. I mean that's just the Broncos, I guess. Obviously they they beat the Bears in a comeback last week, mm-hmm. and it looked like they might against the Jets because Zach Wilson kind of. Gifted them when the Jets had a lead in the red zone, he threw a pick. Uh, it was a little unlucky, though. I, I watched the replay of that, but still, in kind of classic Zach Wilson form, he threw a pick when they're up three in the red zone, it, which gives the, the Broncos a chance. Anyways, I'm going to go, yeah, Broncos, because I just I, – it's just been an underachievement of a season because Sean Payton comes in and everyone has high expectations, and I really think they have a better roster than their record shows, mm-hmm. like on paper but for some reason it just isn't clicking and like Russ isn't even playing that bad he's playing pretty decent so I'm just it's just confusing but yeah when you lose to, to Zach Wilson as Sam would say I think that's an underachiever.
2: Be Zach Wilson.
0: I mean really just the Jets running back pretty much every running back is just pounding the Broncos this year and Brees yeah. all blew up and was good for him that's actually where he got hurt last year in denver so i probably felt good to have a good game but yeah broncos under
2: for sure um yeah no i agree with charles totally uh i just think it's laughable at this point with the chiefs being <laughs> one of their rivals in the broncos they're i mean credit to russell wilson he he did have a decent game two touchdowns but <laughs> they lost to the freaking jets and sean Payton. He was ratting on Nathaniel Hackett all offseason on being a bad head coach, and he ended up losing to him with an even worse quarterback and a backup quarterback. So, good job, Sean Payton. Let's see how you do next week.
1: (laughs) So bad. Um, Overachiever, Jets. I'm in the kiddie pool. It's getting nice and warm. I think – I mean, granted, you don't want it to be warm, but it is because sometimes you're like, oh, crap. There are kids in the kiddie pool. However, Zach Wilson outside of the pick managed the game very well. Brees Hall did Brees Hall things. Jets got a dub. Yeah. And they went on the road, I believe, they went on the road and beat the Broncos. So overachieving in my book, because everyone thought Zach Wilson was a trash can, which
0: I'm I mean, I thought people were thinking he would do better. Honestly, after the Chiefs' performance going against Denver, I mean, he did enough to win, obviously. But yeah, I think people expected more. Anyways, I, they I, no, I, there's I, no heat on him because they won. So, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say the Jets, you know.
1: I just want to be that guy, so we can keep moving on. Hey, you can be that
2: guy. That's nothing wrong with that. Let the let the Zach Wilson candle live a little bit. I'm
1: not in the kiddie pool still
0: because that I, I didn't see enough in the performance, but I am still watching it, Matt. I'll see if I join you, but I'm not in it.
2: You're the so. lifeguard for the kiddie pool. Okay, yeah,
0: I'm the lifeguard. You can say that. Yeah, if
2: if if Charles is the lifeguard, then you can think of me as like one of the teenage dads sitting in the sideline, just watching it all happen. Wait, are you a so- teenage?
0: I thought you were going to say like maybe you're just the guy just playing another sport. You're not even at the pool. You're somewhere (laughs) else in the park
1: because you just don't care. I don't know. Uh, You're not
0: interested uh, in what's going on at the pool.
2: Yeah. I'm watching think of it this way. I'm watching my little kid in the kiddie pool. Um, His name is Tyra Conklin. He's not bad but I'm watching the Chiefs fall out um, NFL Plus on my phone as it's happening. I'll just say that. (laughs) Oh my.
1: All right.
0: Chiefs, Chiefs speaking of. Oh, what a prediction! Yeah, Chiefs, Vikings. The Chiefs won twenty-seven to twenty.
1: Ooh, let's let. can I go? Can I go? No,
0: let's let let's Sam go.
1: All right, fine. You know what, Matt? You can go. Yeah,
2: go ahead, Matt. Go.
0: You, well, have, a punish, was... you have a punishment you... you have to do. So.
1: I know. Um, I'm going to say the Chiefs were the underachievers. I, uh, I knew
2: it. I knew it. <laughs> hey, man! A win's a win.
1: The reason why it's not because I'm not a Chiefs fan. It is not because <laughs> of that. It is because. The Chiefs, I think, what, was 27-20. The Vikings could have tied out on their last drive. However, the Vikings did not have Justin Jefferson for basically, like, more than half the game. Like, literally more than half the game. And the Chiefs still were, like, just, like, effing around with the Vikings. or like, I don't know. Like, maybe we'll win. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Like, uh, we'll keep him in it, you know. I mean... The Vikings are 1-4 right now, which, obviously, I think they're better than their record. I, I don't think they're a 1-4 team. I think they're better. But, like, you have Justin Jefferson go down, and you still, like, it literally goes down to, like, the last drive of the game where, oh, man, maybe maybe they might tie it. I don't know. It's like, dude, come on. Like, if the Bills play today, they beat the Chiefs. If Miami plays the Chiefs, they beat the Chiefs. Like, mm an actual offense, an actual team that will actually put up points beats them because the Chiefs just want to like, maybe they just want to keep things interesting and just be like, you know what, we'll just play with our food and we know we're going to win but like, I expect more, especially when one of their best players goes out. So, to me, it was Chiefs Well, I mean it's it's definitely a conservative play
2: calling by Andy Reid. They didn't bot like they usually do in the Chiefs. They can play a lot better, for sure. He said, can Play calling, they, Bro, they they did just, play conservative. I... They did play conservative play calling. The whole reason what they got that fourth down stop, and there was like six minutes on the game clock still left against when the Vikings had the ball, and that was a drive that they could have tied the game, but they didn't because we have a decent offset. We have a decent decent defense this year, so we got the stop. Not only that, Mahomes, this is still go contention. This is not how he usually plays. He played like a true game manager this week. He didn't he didn't just pull a Zach Wilson and throw a pick willy-nilly. He played conservative, small ball. He didn't make any like really bright passes. Sure, he made like a 50-yard completion to Justin Watson earlier in the game, which is amazing. But credit to him. He he played amazingly in the last um the last few minutes of the game. Um I know his stat line doesn't say he he absolutely balled out. I wouldn't say any better offenses would just blow them out of the water maybe
1: this week, but they played a lot better
2: than what the game score turned out to be.
1: I mean, to me, it's kind of underperformed. You barely almost, you barely beat the jets. And then on a, just one, a just terrible pick, but also there's other things that should have been called on game. And then you barely beat the Vikings. So you, you beat a one in four team and then uh Team that you say sucks and the Jets with Zach Wilson, so not a lot of. For me, I would say I I can't. I can't defend four and one. I think a little bit of a fraud four and one. TBH,
2: I can't defend the the game against the Jets. That was pretty sloppy. But I mean, the Chiefs. It definitely did not feel like the game score. They only won by seven points. They played a really good game. I thought. Um, Sure, they're one in four teams, but that doesn't really matter what matters the most is they win on the standards.
1: Hey, a win is a win.
2: Standings, I mean. Yeah, exactly. A win is a win. So we'll keep it rolling.
1: I do agree. It was a win, and they're going to be fine. But for me, this a little bit underachieving just because I expect a little bit more from the Chiefs, and maybe that's because, you know, I think that's how it was with the Patriots when we were a dynasty. Mm -hmm. You expect a lot more, especially against some of those teams. So, yeah, I understand that. What's see you, Charles?
0: Wait, wait, so what's your achiever then, Sam exactly?
1: Oh,
2: Chief overachievers. Okay, cheese is over. <laughs> Not biased or anything, but
0: I think Matt is wrong in this situation. <gasps> no, oh, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Cheese is overachievers too. Oh,
2: let's hear your argument then. Let's hear it. <laughs>
0: Because I think you got to give, you know, it's a team game. It's not just offense, defense. I think the Chiefs have a very good defense. Yes, I know it was but, a one-possession game in the end.
1: But that's my whole point, though, is you yeah. don't have – and so it makes it so much easier.
0: Well, he got hurt – like, he got hurt in the fourth quarter, I thought. I didn't think it was halfway through. No, I'm pretty sure he, he left the game in the fourth quarter. It was on – they were in the red zone. I just remember that. And I think it might have been I, – I don't know. Either way, I didn't think it was as early as you said. Besides the point – Opening opening play, Vikings have a nice play, and guess what? The Chiefs pop it out, fumble, and they go up 7-0 when, you know, it looks like the Vikings might drive down and score. And I think that was really big. Coming out of halftime, two straight touchdowns, and then obviously it was game manager from then. But I know, like, Mahomes still has Kelsey, but the receivers still just aren't that good. And so I was impressed with how they played. I thought it was a really well-rounded game, and like Sam said, game manager-ish. But it was what they kind of need to do in this situation. So I actually thought the Chiefs played really well, personally in that game. Um, so I'm gonna go Chiefs. I, you know, I I agree with Sam. I think it was it felt more than seven, like uh, mm-hmm. the difference. So I, I I'm sorry, Matt. I, I want to agree with you, but I I can't.
1: Hey, that's okay. This is all opinions, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: I can't agree with you. All right. I absolutely, I absolutely watched that game on my phone as it was happening, and hey. yeah, I, I was really confident throughout the whole game. I mean. Not even really knowing that Jay has got hurt in the game, but I was pretty confident that the Chiefs were going to pull that one out.
0: By the way, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but <laughs> I have to, I'm fair. I have to be fair. Okay. 49ers Cowboys, Sunday night football, 42 to 10, 49ers. Let's go. Let's go Sam first.
2: Me first. Yes. Well, that's not even a debate. I don't think um, we can all joke at this point. Dak Prescott looks like legitimately looks like one of the worst QBs in the league. And than- I would say so. He, he's Whoa. on a good streak right now. He's on a Whoa, good right bro. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think.
0: I think if Zach Wilson plays against the Niners, he probably doesn't do that good either. But. Oh, um, definitely not. Anyways, keep going. Keep going.
2: Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, the Cowboys lost the game before the game started. Uh, definitely credit to the 49ers. They look like the best team in the league right now. If I can say, if I can praise them that high, they look fantastic. But I mean, I want to call the Cowboys as underachievers because their guy under center, Dak Prescott he threw not one not two but three picks awful three awful picks in the game he had one i would say he had one good throw i'll give him i'll give him that but the whole team played terribly well the
0: best team in the league according to you i think that deserves to be overachieving because that's some high praise and i think you just looked over what your answer should have been because I definitely think that the is overachieved. I think it's very easy, though, to say Cowboys underachieved. But, I mean, to come into this game and, you know, there's still questions about Brock Purdy. And it's like, well, now he's going to play the Cowboys. So, you know, you're not sure. And then he just absolutely destroys them with some really, really impressive throws, by the way. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that I think really proved a lot of people wrong. Still not Charlie. But anyways, <laughs> Um yeah, 49ers for sure were overachievers. I mean, to take it to the Cowboys like that, who the Cowboys just didn't look ready to match their their play. The Niners right now, I mean, if they could play like this every week, they're easily the best team in the league. I don't know if they had they probably had extra motivation cuz it's the Cowboys. So, I hope they kind of keep that. And I, I mean, honestly, every game this year pretty much they've they've looked like they've been, you know, the best team, so Niners overachieved for sure all all levels. Defense, offense, special teams—they look, yeah. And I, I think that they're going to be the number. I think they're going to win the most games in the league this year, honestly. So, hundred percent. They're just, they're just rolling on all cylinders, and you mm-hmm. can see it too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like those some of those throws that Brock Purdy made—they're just, they are beautiful. Really they're just dicing, yeah. it, just going anywhere they want, everywhere they want. The trick play, touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just – and the running game's obviously going to always be there. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. great.
2: Are, yeah, argue all you want. I mean, I definitely made my decision more towards just because it's funny to trash on the Cowboys week after week. It's fun. Yeah, but... I'm
0: super happy they lost like they did. I, it feels great. And then oh, Mike yeah. gets all defensive about the shirt and stuff. Yeah,
2: George yeah, George Kittle balled out. Yeah. I was in the game, and he, he repped the absolute toughest shirt at the end of the game to – Screw them, but no, the 49ers are playing almost perfect football right now. Brock Purdy is absolutely graced with like the best weapons, almost, I think, because they really do carve up any defense so far. I mean, they've had okay matchups, but, I mean, give credit where credit is due. They're undefeated for a reason. I guess –
0: I think Matt said Niners over Achievers. I don't think he actually said, but I I knew in his eyes – (laughs) <laughs> That's what he was gonna say. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Any quick yeah. thoughts? I mean, your BYU guy really performed well. Fred Warner. Yeah.
1: No. BYU BYU guys ball out in the NFL. They don't ball out in college, but in the NFL they just kind to show up. So well,
0: it's all- everyone except Zach Wilson, at
1: least. But Ooh. basically, Ooh. well, you know, Benoit, Takitaki, Warner, Puka Nakua. So yeah, it's okay.
0: But yeah, well, I said everyone besides him. So I, I'm still oh, giving, yeah. him, I'm giving <laughs> him credit. But hey, Sounds good to me. All right, last game we we made it through the the gauntlet. Raiders Packers Monday Night Football Raiders won seventeen to thirteen. It was Matt's demise because that's why after this we're gonna tell him what his punishment is because he picked Ooh, the Packers. Yeah, I will. I will lead us off. Oh. I'm going with the Packers as under underachievers because Jordan Love threw not one, not <laughs> two, but three <laughs> interceptions. And the Raiders are not that good, and we all know that. Jimmy G's not that good. Sorry, Matt. We all know that. And you can't lose that. You can't lose this game. You just can't. And Jordan Love, I don't know what he was thinking, what he was doing. It just wasn't good. Yeah, I'm going Packers as underachievers for sure. I mean, losing this game is going to hurt down the run, down the
2: line. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah I That's all I got to say.
2: agree with Charles 100%. The Raiders are not them. I mean, they they won. Win is a win, you know. But, yeah, just like Charles said, none of Jordan's loves three picks. They were even contested. They were all terrible throws.
0: Yeah, one of them was so bad. Literally right to him. Like, literally right to him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like a dot to the DB.
0: Like a Zach Wilson throw?
2: Yes. Now we're getting a little too happy. Well, how about (laughs) Zach
0: Wilson last year? Not this year. Zach Wilson (laughs) last year.
2: Sorry, Zach wasn't, he can get a little bit more of the hate of last year because he was a starter for most of the games last year. He did get benched, but that's besides the point. Um, Well, Matt has to go.
1: I mean, I agree with both of you guys. Packers were underachieving. I mean, they should have won that game. They had so many to win that game and just had him not to. So, yep. Yeah, Packers are underachievers, 100%.
0: all right we made it week five of over and underachievers team edition Mm -hmm. special twist
2: now yep close the book on that one
0: now to wrap this up a little fun segment for two-thirds of the the podcast i would (laughs) say one-third of the pie is probably not going to be very happy don't worry this doesn't have to do with pie i don't know if you thought i was going to do a play on words there but i'm not so as Sam mentioned in the intro, he and and this has been going on for a few weeks. His Zach Wilson card he got is it jersey or signed? I can't remember honestly. Is,
2: what is it jersey actually? Jersey? Yeah, okay. I can show it. I can show it to the camera again if you want.
0: So Sam has this. Yeah, if you want to show it, you can. Sam has this card, yeah. and we were like, "Well, he's going to give it to Matt, right? Because Matt obviously will take it." But we didn't want to just, you know, we were feeling a little, it's it's Halloween season. It's spooky. So we were thinking, look at that. Instead of giving it to Matt for free, he would have to earn it for free. Obviously, with the picks, last week they tied, NFL picks, they tied. This week, Sam won 3-1 to one because they had four different. Mm-hmm. So Matt lost, and he has to earn this card. It is not free. Sam, would you like to explain what you and I have come up with or Matt?
2: Yes, I would love to. Um, that that game last night with the Raiders and the Packers, I mean, oh. I didn't really have a side on. Actually, real quick. Uh,
0: Gross? I was going to say the games they got differently. Uh, and then you go. All Sorry, right. Sam. Yeah, yeah so yeah, Sam yeah. picked I... the Raiders. Matt picked the Packers. Sam picked the Saints. Matt picked the Pats. Yep. <laughs> Sam picked the Chiefs. Matt picked the Vikings. And then yeah. Matt did pick the Jets and Sam picked the Broncos. So, Matt, you did get one right.
2: Credit, yeah. Credit. Those were the credit games credit. that they were
0: different on. All right, Sam, go on.
2: Well, yeah, no, the uh, the Raiders-Packers game was the deciding game, and I was very relieved to see that it worked out in our favor a little bit, for Charles and I at least. Not so much for Matt, but that's okay. He's still going to walk away with the pristine Zach Wilson card. I'm happy for him. Um, I'm probably going to get that shipped out probably tomorrow to him. So he's got a little silver lining to this, but not without a, a little test first. And Charles and I thought long and hard about this test. And our first thought immediately went to the great old-fashioned American game, being Boozled. But we didn't want to make it just so, so easy on you. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Charles
2: and I ended up deciding on because we, we want to make Matt work a little bit. We just don't want to get him all the good beans. You know, we're going to sprinkle a little bad ones in there. Uh, Matt's going to pick every week six matchup for NFL game. And every matchup that he gets incorrectly, he's going to eat three beans. I don't think we decided on this, but I think Charles and I want to see you do it on camera.
0: Oh, 100% on camera. Hey, what do you- three beans okay okay do you know what bean boozled is no okay well you're about to be in for a treat so it's by the, the whatever company that is that main jelly bean company jelly belly jelly belly I, so bean boozled um is
1: i thought you knew that
0: you 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 pick a bean and it can either be oh. good or bad so yeah. you're gonna have to go buy that to do it and then as sam said you're making every pick this week because obviously you need practice. And since Sam right. got three correct on you, every wrong game is three beans that you will have to eat. Mm-hmm. So
1: eight jelly beans too. Uh...
0: So if you get five games wrong, for example, that's 15 beans you have to eat.
2: Oh, goodness.
1: If so you good.
0: get no games wrong, you could just give those so... beans away to someone, I guess.
2: <laughs> give so... them away,
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you have to make picks this week. Good luck.
2: These, these need to be good fix too, Matt. They have they okay, what are the what are some of the really bad beans that they have, Charles? I know oh, have- I can look I at know. the line lineup real quick for you. They have toothpaste. They have toothpaste, I know that. They've got some nasty ones.
0: Let's look up the flavors right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, this will be fun. Um they have juicy pear or booger. Strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish, <laughs> very blue or toothpaste, birthday cake or dirty dishwater. Oh no, teacher barf, tutti frutti or stinky socks, pomegranate or oatmeal. Oh my gosh, toasted marshmallow or stink bug, cappuccino or liver and onions, butter popcorn or rotten egg.
1: Ugh.
0: I'm not oh, gonna lie, it's... I did this with Kevin in high school, and they are terrible, they oh, are my, awful. My, 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 Hats, I can tell
1: you that much.
0: What would you say? I'm not, not picking hats, no. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, like I said, I, I had these in high school, and they are awful. I don't know if you ever had them, Sam, but they, they truly suck. They're, oh my god, it's terrible.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah,
2: no, good I've luck, Matt. It. Yep. It's going to be really fun to watch. Oh, I can't wait. To watch as
0: long as it gets even one game wrong, so he has to get three. That's three just bean? something. Yeah, yes.
2: we, we've got a chance for like a barf bean. Then that'll be good stuff.
0: Yeah, Matt. There's your punishment.
2: Thanks. Hey, uh, hey. If you think about it, though, at the end of the day, you're gonna get that Zach Wilson card, so you still have something to fight for. Like when you're guzzling down those beans, you got something to think about at least.
1: So Okay, I will. I will have water with me though, because I I literally hate jelly w- like, Oh I yeah, you can. Have, yeah. You can have water, no, that's, that's but oh, okay. yeah, you gotta.
2: Not nothing crazy like milk or apple juice to, to drown <laughs> out the flavor.
0: Throw back to our food challenges when Matt and I did a couple of those on uh oh no God. notes. And I remember one was <laughs> I had to drink milk and then there was one where Matt <laughs> eat a cake.
2: Worse, bro. Yeah. I do hot sauce,
0: so it's Matt's
1: turn again for yeah. food.
2: That was a big throwback.
1: Yeah. Well, Sounds like good note to end on for me. So <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Do you want to right. hit us with the outro, Matt?
0: Oh, he has yeah. the intro. He, wanna, he can double
2: okay. up for us. That's true.
1: Double duty. Um, okay. Well, it won't be the next episode, but the following one, um, it looks like I'll be probably eating some beans. Hopefully at zero, it will probably be more than that. So um, is it worth the Zach Wilson card? I don't know. He might only be worth like three beans. I don't even know. anymore. <laughs> but um, happy that Sam and Charles decided to do this. Uh, also, hopefully you guys liked our new under and overachiever segment a little different than last time. Um, if we clowned on your team, we're sorry, but they probably sucked. Uh, I mean, we, cl- we clowned on my team and they are complete trash. So um, and, and mine, so, obviously. Yeah. Just know we appreciate you guys. We can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode as well as the next ones and the ones after that. Um and this is H double, Sam Cookie, and Maddie B signing off. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Peace everybody. Hey.